Hello, and welcome to another episode of Tarty to the Party, where we fill our pop culture holes with various things we may have missed the first time around, and this time we're talking about a film that pretty much everybody has missed and is nigh impossible to Unless find. Unless you're a baby boomer or older, you've missed this film. We are going to del- delicately dance around the movie that is The Song of the South. We're taking a burning cross and slamming that into our pop culture holes today. This, okay, okay. Song so, of the South. Song of the South is... Bill, is give me a background on the Song of the South. boring than it is racist, which yeah. shows you how boring this movie is. Yeah. That's true. What is the background of this movie? I'm asking you. This is my pick. <laughs> you didn't research it at all, no, did I actually you? Didn't research. Oh, okay. Uh, so, um, oh, <laughs> I should have more done more detailed research. Okay, Uncle Remus was a character created. Actually, I'm not quite sure if the, this. It was a white guy. Now, I, I didn't look at it, but um, there is a song that, if you want good background, is like songofthesouth.net. Apparently, has a ton of information on this film. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that makes sense because it being like the one big lost, quote unquote, lost Disney film, it yeah. makes sense that, that somebody would be out there like acquiring as much information about this movie as possible. Yeah. So what happened? There was a writer in the like the late 19th century in the 1800s who decided that he was going to essentially try to um, record all of the slaves folk tales that he could for mm-hmm. posterity. And so he did this. I don't know if he created the Uncle Remus character, but in the guy, oh, the book he published was 30 tales of this, like, essentially plantation. I guess in the book, it's a, he's a free slave. This is a big point of contention with a lot of people with this movie as to whether or not Uncle Remus and all the other black people in this movie are, are slaves or, or free men. But um, he's supposed to be a free guy who once was once a slave who just tells all these white people all these stories about black folk tales about, like, you know, just animals and shit. Yeah. Mr. Fox, Br'er Rabbit, Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear. All these different animal characters. Hmm. They're essentially Aesop's fables, but filtered through. Um, well, I shouldn't say they're Aesop's fables, because they're not regurgitating the same stories, and actually some people suspect there's a lot of Native American influence on this stuff, some African. It's a really weird, very specifically American hodgepodge of different cultures from around the world that could... Hmm. Like, it's it's a really pure slice of Americana here that is unfortunately wrapped up because now when anyone thinks about Uncle Remus or anything, they think about this movie because it's all... It's kind of a hodgepodge. I didn't so, know about the like, actual... Yeah, no, these are actual stories that came, at least the genesis of, it's, it's, I went back to see how much of these stories were kind of like, maybe, uh, like, it's like how much this guy may have, like, how much of these stories were originally legitimately from black plantation people, how much this guy may have been, what's it called when you make shit up, when you build up on stuff, not extrapolate. I don't know. But when you, word, like... I don't know what your word you're looking for. When you, like, you, like, you, like, you tell... You, exaggerate? Not, not, like, exaggerate. Yeah, I don't know if he exaggerated or, like, how much he kind of, like... Embellished? Yeah, I don't know how much he embellished those stories. Let's put it that way. No one seems to really know. Because his whole point, he was just... Although, according to him, his mission was... So it's... To essentially document these stories as he heard them. Oh, okay. Yet, also, this same guy, reading more about his Wikipedia article, he also also talking about how slavery was kind of a good thing. It was a nice, fun, <laughs> romantic thing. So, at the same time, can't really believe a whole lot of stuff about that guy said. He has some interesting opinions about slavery. Slavery. Um, well, he thought if the races from the south. I he mean. thought he thought the races should have reconciled and kept slavery because slavery was a good thing. And I'm just like, kind of like, um, but it was an interesting social project that he was working on with this this thing. And these stories do kind of survive. Unfortunately, they are kind of tied to this movie that Disney has done their best to murder, yeah. pretend it never existed, which is kind of a shame because he just In even as a social ways. document, it would be nice to have this around just to say, hey, like, I don't know. 
Well, I, I I did see that like they all, people always ask like the people in charge of Disney like what about Song of the South? You guys gonna release it? Yeah. And one of the guys, what did he say? He basically said, uh, it's too like kids are influential, and we don't want kids growing up thinking that like this should this be the, well, you the way want, things yeah, are. Yeah, this you shouldn't be. This should not be. Yeah, you should not have kids growing up thinking this way things were yeah. back then. Which well, is basically what the that's huge point of the contention is because if you don't know any better, it looks like it's a bunch of slaves being so happy about being slaves. Yeah. Even though technically, even in the film, even the way they're kind of costumed and everything, it's kind of suggested that they are a free person. But there's no way to look really. They, that's never explicitly stated. And there's, but there's even a song. There's a part where Uncle Remus starts singing how things used to be better. Mm. I'm like, what? Whoa! Like better back when you're free in Africa? Like hypothetically, <laughs> like your ancestors? Or you're talking like ten years ago when you were still technically? So like what the hell? Ugh. Um. Yeah, so that's kind of... Well, so the genesis specifically of this film was, like, pretty much everyone who grew up before World War II grew up with these stories, and it was a big part of American... It was, like, Tom Sawyer and all that shit, like, yeah. part of American folktales, like Johnny Appleseed and all that shit, uh, which it seems... Um, I don't think people... I don't know. I don't know if people have specific problems with the Uncle Remus stories themselves, because it was this kind of thing that was propagated by a white guy. I know people have issues with this movie because the yeah. movie, the way they present information, is kind of fucked up. But these stories, it's funny because, like, also in this movie, they spend a lot of time talking about how the eternal truths and simple truths of these tales, these stories will live on forever in the annals of, of human history. Fucking, this movie came out less than 100 years ago, and now it's like this shit never existed. Well, Even the book version, yes. you never talk here, anyone oh, okay. talk about Uncle Remus or anything like that. Well, yeah, the Uncle Remus stuff, sure, but... The I, Uncle Remus I mean, stuff the, exists as almost kind of like trivial paraphernalia yeah, connected uh, to this film. All of the Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Bear stuff lives on through Splash Mountain. Which, that's kind of the way... That's that's the lasting legacy of these slave folktales, is it right at Disneyland. <laughs> which is kind of... <laughs> simultaneously awful and amusing at the same time it but is, yeah yeah like like i mentioned on the past podcast it's, it's weird that this whole like one of the biggest attractions at disney is dedicated to this ride so what, that, what or this movie that doesn't exist what aspects from song of the south are actually a part do they have any like the characters yeah it's got the characters does it have like Br'er fox got, yeah Br'er fox it, it's the whole it's this you're going through this this little like animatronic show of uh, Br'er Fox and Br'er Rabbit and tricking, like, the rabbit tricking the fox and the bear, and, oh, like, yeah. I mean, there are certain aspects that are changed to, to be less racist. <laughs> are the characters, but, are they voiced? Yeah. Are they all the, the black, like, black southern voices? Uh, not as strong as they are yeah, in this movie. Yeah, because I was kind of surprised how strong that is in this film, too. Which, yeah. granted, these characters, I think they were actually voiced by black people, so it's not like, at least it wasn't white people going, hey, there, but yeah. it could have been worse. But but okay. anyway, with, all, with that kind of the way, there'll be blatant stuff that will be like, that's kind of fucking racist, but there's going to be a lot of racist stuff that probably just goes right over our head because we don't realize it's racist because well, we're, kind we're of... two white dudes in Portland, Oregon. Mm -hmm, yeah. We're and... just not going to realize that certain aspects of it are fucked up. And we're like, you know, 70 years dislocated from when this movie was made, too. Yeah. So it's, it's a little divorce. Gladly, it's kind of a nice thing to think At that. At the we, same like... time, there's nothing as racist as the African person in The Reluctant Dragon. There's no one moment. Like I said, the most alarming thing to me was the one thing where Uncle Remus starts. I've seen some people object. They think, they think the movie is just racist because it's depicting 
poor black people in the South who used to be slaves who still live on a farm with white people, which that's did happen. Yeah. And also because like, they are like a bunch of like fucking slave characters. Like, you know, like, Hey, man, uh, it's a, it, the depiction is kind of troubling just because these are essentially stereotypes, what, but it's like the stereotype kind of came from a what true place. Did, but like, uh, Gone with the Wind come out? Oh man. Fucking stone age. As far as, I think that was 1939. If I remember the same year, I believe, let me see. Uh, why? Because, what's up? Well, no, just that also has like <laughs> terrible depictions. Well, this of starts black off one of the first char- black characters you mean. It's, it's almost, I wonder what's more. I like, I've never seen some Gone with the Wind, but I know that the black lady from that is was a big figure, yeah. literally, figuratively, I guess. But I almost wondered if it was the same actress in I this don't movie. Know. I, it's thought, kinda like, I was thinking, yeah, Gone with the Wind is 1939. When is Song of the South? Song of the South, 1946. Oh, so it's a better part of 10 years, okay. Yeah, um. Uh, but that's the thing. It seems like this the is civil a, rights revolution this, this kind of like wiped be, this movie away because, like, this yeah. Come November, it's actually its seventieth anniversary. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh shit! I didn't think about that. Yeah. Well, hey, welcome to our seventieth anniversary <laughs> song of the South party right here. <laughs> well, we it's well, two white guys try to dance around the racial politics of this incredibly boring ass movie. I. This is one of my notes I made up, but, like, the fact that, like, this movie is also just a racist train wreck, I wonder if how much is that an excuse just to bury this movie, because it's, well, it's also boring. racist. It's just not that well put together. I think, it's not I, that you interesting. Know what? I, I think that if this was a great movie, mm-hmm. Disney would have figured out a way to put well, it Well, exactly. Out. They would have at least presented it. They Every time they release it, it would be prefaced with the text thing of this, this movie was created in a blah, blah, blah. Because like, they've the done that with, too. like, the yeah. World War II stuff. Yeah. Where, like, Which has more pointedly specific racist shit in yeah. it but but yeah even disney doesn't feels that this movie is worth fighting for and, no. they're, and they're, they would be right and I, I agree it's it's not good enough um so the most yeah so the movie starts off with a wall of choir sound and this, this is, song is like uh it's boring also, that's the thing this is also you're telling these black stories through like a white choir very white like, oh it's this yeah, yeah the song of the south this is a song style that permeates all your early disney stuff all the way up to like sleeping beauty and stuff where it's that like big wall yeah. choir sound of like oh where it fills up all the channels of the sound just kind of which again there's nothing wrong with that but like again with black characters, this seems extra white and kind of like, yeah. man, already you're hitting kind of a tonally deaf mo- well, note at the beginning. Okay, but... so, but, yeah, I hate to ask this kind of question, but would it have been, like, more uncomfortable to have, like, black soul singers singing the kinds of songs that they would have put in this As movie? As a white guy? I'll tell you exactly how much more <laughs> less racist that's that. why exactly, I, yeah. That's why I said, yeah. I don't even know how to Well, I always that. think the wall choir w- thing, well, my, it was funny, because not even racially, my point was, it's more that it's just uh, the wall of, uh, I call it wall of choir for some reason, but the, that, that sound still creeps me out, especially from a discarded, forgotten film like this, because they just sound like a choir of ghosts. Yeah. It's more about time than it is race or anything like that, especially from a movie like yeah, they almost—it's like they're singing. Please don't forget us. Like I don't know. Well, I, I know something about knowing all people in that choir are dead now, and they worked on this movie that is now kind of forgotten. It's kind of sad. I don't know. There's something kind of melancholy into that to me. Well, we get reason, a, but... a wall of text that says, "Out of the humble cabin, out of the singing heart of the south." Oh, you did okay. Have Cam the tales of Uncle Remus, rich in simple truths, forever fresh and new. Career seventy years later, and you have to like. 
email Bill Mudrin to get a copy of these simple <laughs> truths, essentially. I mean, granted, literally, there's a still a literary, literary legacy of this, these stories that still continue, but we're talking about the other uh, Mary Blair was also uh, credited as a background stylist on this film. Mm. So she was a designer of the outside of its small world. No, she actually designed the inside of that small world, after all, exhibit too. Well, there you go. Noted children's book artist, Mary Blair. Um, then the live action stuff starts, and it's a father, a mother, a kid, and they're Mammy? <laughs> no, it's Mammy. Well, I mean, what else are you going to... Large black lady. Yeah, who's Mammy. basically watching the kid, which is... I mean... Let's see, this is the other thing where, like, as white people, we're already walking on eggshells because the characters are all locks and mussy, that kind of, yeah, like... Yeah, it's the blacks. super southern, like, 1940 stereotype that they Let's do. put it this way. There are phrases in this movie that I've always heard when people are making fun of, like, the race, like, old, like, black southern stereotype. Yeah. That, like, I've never actually heard... Like, Edward advice anyone sincerely until I saw this movie, like, locks and mussy. I yeah. don't know what that actually means. I know phonetically locks a mussy, but someone says that in this movie where I'm saying, I don't know if it's like Lord's Mercy or something I don't like know. that. But I was like, man, this is like, this is actually where, like, at least older people who, like, my parents' age who are racist who make fun of black people, this is like, this is where mm. they're getting a lot of the racist yeah. information from. Like, this is, I could, uh, yeah, so you can see why Disney I think, justified burying this goddamn movie. I think before we, we get the opening scene, I think we do get a little voiceover from Uncle Ramus, I think? Yeah, he Because he says, oh, he's in the ghost chair? Yeah. Yeah. He does say, there's other ways of learning about the hind feet of a mule than getting kicked by him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it is kind of random, it's just him just making appearances, and it's an empty rocking chair back and forth, and I was yeah. like... Is there already a racist ghost in this movie? Because I was even in my notes were talking about the ghost choir at the beginning of the movie. I'm like, this movie's already kind of starting out kind of creeping me out a little bit. And kind of not fun. Oh, way, there's some yeah. super creepy parts in yeah. this. So I'll, get, I'll talk about that. But, like, they're riding in this this carriage. And, like, the dad is giving the mom the biggest stink eye. There's... These two fucking people hate each they other. This kid and in... as the movie goes on, I realize why. Because this mom is a fucking bitch. and. I hate her. Well, and she seems- belongs in the magnificent Amberson. She's so uh, unlikable. That's a good point. Yeah, she's kind of cold. Um, I hate this chair. So, but something on 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 like from, from the plot perspective, the dad works. He's an editor at a newspaper that, for some reason, everyone else seems to hate. Don't know why. This is supposed to be. I guess this is taking place yeah, in Reconstruction South. So I don't know if he's all like yay. I don't, you know, it, the politics of what's going on is yeah. never clearly delineated. Oh man, they're also going to a plantation. Yeah, they do. I cost, didn't know this is going to take place on a plantation. A plantation. And I'm like, oh, they couldn't man. even call it a farm. Totally, yeah, you couldn't which, even hey, call it a there farm. There are though. plantations. There's, there's nothing inherently yeah. again. There's nothing inherently racist about yeah. plantations existing. But I'm like, oh man, I'm already thinking back to seeing Django Unchained and how much I love that. And I'm like, oh man, I'm already oh, kind of seeing how Django um, Unchained so, informed this movie. So we we don't have to call her like Mammy. Her name is Aunt Tempe. Okay, thank God. <laughs> what? The- oh, thanks, sweet merciful thank heavens. God, I always called her fat black lady. So that's what she is. Oh, What's the tempy. name of the fucking dog leader? We'll get to that. Yeah, I don't Did know. Did you write that down or research? I don't that? think so. Oh, okay. I don't think I wrote it. Oh, it's no. Oh, I might I have written it. Doing- I might have written it down because it's weird. Is is this movie your pick? Yeah, I should have been doing more of the research. I did research anyway, but like, okay, yeah. Um. Uh. But yeah. So yeah. there's throwing shade. All over. You don't even need the willow trees of southern Georgia. Yeah. Because there's already enough shade on this <laughs> fucking dune buggy. End of the... Man, these parents. Yeah, they get there, and he's like, all right, I'm leaving. <laughs> he's like, I gotta go back to work. And they're like, hey, don't go. Stay here with us. And he's like, nah, 
but he goes up to mom. He's like, Sally. And they're like, <laughs> and, uh, like he acts like he doesn't want to leave, but this... then he pieces out, and the kid does the fucking every kid in that era just says that fart face cry, <laughs> which we went into the hunter. Don't go, my beans. Yeah, like, he's leaving to go back to his... I don't fucking know. Yeah, well, my note is I just want to toss the tousle-hatted kid onto a fucking fire. He's also got, like, a little Lord LaFontelary hat, and just, yeah. like, he's already presented as a little shit. Uh, oh, and it's, man. And it, the image is just, like, this rich kid, white kid in these his fancy, like, decadent clothes, standing next to Toby, who is basically wearing rags. Oh, Toby's doesn't the black even, kid. Yeah, doesn't yeah. even have shoes oh, that's, on. That's the only thing, like, so, like, the depiction of black people in this movie, whatever, you can debate whether or not that the racist actions, but it's the fact that we're supposed to worry so much about these white people who I get well technically everyone all the all the black people in this movie are free they're not slaves but well, this is coming right after the war some people might argue that with that we'll, we'll go with the we'll, but we'll do that they're asking already that. to put our allegiances on the wrong fucking people from the get-go yeah. where it's like this is not the interesting story that i want to hear about which fucking a, yeah anyway so yeah. yeah yeah dad gets the hell out so, of town dad <laughs> dad leaves and uh, he tra- he hits thus- 80, he hates 80, 88 miles per hour and you see some serious <laughs> shit he is gone yeah thus begins a lifetime of this little boy having issues with older men abandoning him it's gonna be a lot of that in so his life much of that yeah this kid's well maybe this kid is maybe this is the biggest tragedy i don't know it's fucked but yeah this kid's not gonna have a happy life then, regardless there's like a so he decides we get a scene of he decides to run to Atlanta where his dad is. He's just gonna run away. Does he do that? I don't remember that. Yes. Yeah, oh no, up. he just he gets yeah. his bindle. He but gets his little. I was bindle. gonna say, at what point does he end up in Atlanta? I was like, oh, that's no, right. He, he doesn't get he there. Doesn't but even, yeah, he doesn't even have bindle on his stick. He's just got a bindle. Oh yeah. He just got a bag full of shit. Uh, and he we probably get a song. asked this. He probably asked the black people for a stick, and they're like, we don't have sticks for fucking white <laughs> trash motherfucker. Look at this song. That's here. what Uncle Remus say. Yeah, and well, this is the song that starts off with Uncle Remus talking about how twas bitter all around. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, well, what are you talking, like, what? <laughs> mm, what was better and when was it better? Jesus I can't Christ. remember who said it, but I think it might have been Toby says, you tell the best stories in the whole United States of Georgia. Which I thought that was funny. I, I did like that line. Though, yeah, yeah, I like that line. Um, um, I like Toby. Where's Toby's goddamn movie? But yeah, Toby and I think it's a little girl, another a little girl listening to him tell a story. Uh, about uh, how the frog got its tail pulled off by the fox and there ain't no tail if there ain't no tail. No, no. Okay. That's a simple uh, truth that'll ring throughout course of history. Yeah. So there's... Uh, uh, hey, he's not wrong. What's her name? Uh, the black Aunt girl? Tempe. Oh, Aunt Tempe. No. Aunt Tempe comes up and is like, hey, the, the boy's missing. What's his name? John? Is his name John? I just call him shithead. I really is just like the <laughs> okay. kid, white kid. You know what? He's the kid who ends up playing Peter Pan later. I, I you know what? Actually, oh. throughout most of my notes, notes, I just call him Little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> it actually got to the point by the end of I just refer him as L F L. Um, I know that um, doesn't help you at all. No, but Little Lord, no, no L L F. He's painting. He's hiding in the the tr- he's shrubbery. Hiding in tree, yeah, he's listening, listening to Uncle Remus. Yeah. Which the guy playing Uncle Remus, I really do like. Yeah, I mean, I like him. And, like what? Well. <coughs> says the white guy completely removed in the situation from this racist portrayal of Native American, Black Americans in the 18th but, century. And uh, Aunt Tempe comes up and she's like, Sally's all a fuss. Her son's missing. He's like, you tell her that he's <laughs> with me. Well, I have to do something. I know, because it's hard to smell. Like, Uncle Remus said, hello there. Would you like to? Like, it's hard. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. 
Yeah. He um, says, he says Johnny's with me. Yeah. Tell him Johnny's with me. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hello. So, uh. Does this cut into the first cartoon bit? We're getting almost, uh, he goes, he finds Johnny, and Johnny's just crying out. He's, uh, he's giving up already. He's just sitting on a, a on a he's tree like, stump crying. Yeah. And he comes up, and it, I don't remember why he says it, but at some point he says, if that don't beg my time. What does that mean? Look, he was kind of just saying a lot of random shit. <laughs> like, he just makes random exclama- exclamations of stuff. And he also says, is you brung some grub? Oh yeah, because he's talking. About, well, he's talking about like, he's gonna go to no, Atlanta I know. with him. I know, I know. I'll, I'll go. I'll walk with you all the way to Atlanta. <laughs> Are you just? We're gonna. But hey, where's your food at? This Instead, is, is you done brung some grub? He is asking. He's just trying to get on Johnny's side of like, hey, think about the logistics of your situation. You got food to make to Atlanta? No, this is. He's talking him down off the ladder. Is all. He's yeah. Doing. So they yeah. go back to Uncle Remus's cabin. Um. A ver- the lesser known of the warrant songs. <laughs> um, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, oh my God. he starts talking to him, going to tell him a story about uh, Br'er Rabbit. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but <clears throat> I feel like, at Ooh. least in these scenes, it looks like they black Uncle Remus up more. He's got some makeup on. There's one like scene where thick he's, ass he's in front of a fireplace or I, in front of like an open. I, mean, I can't tell if it's scene. just bad makeup. Well, I think part of it is also too. This if, opening scene is shot day for night. Yeah. So they've shot it in the middle of the noon, but they've kind of like they've you know the process to make it look darker. And but I think he does have some makeup on because there's some like he's got like brown colored yeah. makeup on his face where it's not because you know, black skin has different hues. It's like he looks like he belongs in like a. Uh, uh, Sergio Leone movie. Yeah, that because it's something about yes, his makeup. Well, the guy, you know what? I was reading up the the, the guy who played him was only like forty years old. Yeah, he's not like an eighty year old guy. Mm. So he's like they had to put on makeup just to, like just for the gray beard and everything anyway. So I'm sure they yeah. So that that I again yeah, him an old black guy telling stories by itself totally fine. Yeah, but like when he's in makeup like, and kind of done well, up to be like huh, and like yeah, this nighttime thing. It's so it's arch. Like they have these close ups of his face and there's this like kind of. It's music playing in the gas background, and it's almost shot like a horror movie. Mm-hmm, yeah. Wait, like, I'm going to tell you a story. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's almost really scary, because he's so sh- he's cast in super harsh shadows, and you know, it's just I, like, this is he going to eat that little boy? <laughs> this has nothing to do with this individual scene, too, but the f- copy that we both watched was scanned from VHS. And mm-hmm. the beginning is like like it's got this like VHS border around it that disappears as the credit starts. But like the whole presentation of this movie again on v- like an eighties VHS kind of makes it feel like a horror movie at the points. Yeah, because yeah. it's all the dark and a campfire and the music and it's all yeah, it gets a little weirdly creepy in this movie. So, um, but he he starts singing his so he's casting all these shadows and all of a sudden boosh a, a wash of light washes over him and he's in cartoon land singing zippity doo dah yeah. zippity a and it I had a record with this on it when I was a little kid and I'm impressed. I don't know if it's because I had the record, but I know this song like by heart. I and I don't know if it's because of that or it's because Disney has kind of they still use this song. I mean you'll be walking around one of the Disney parks and you'll hear it blasting mm-hmm. in the the 
Critter Country section. Which, looking at the history of this movie, the main refrain was taken from a old slave song called like Zippity Crow, just like Zippity Jim Crow or something like that. Hmm. So it's funny that like even this like maybe one of the top three famous Disney tunes ever written is kind of built on the back of an old slave tune. Um, yeah, that seems fitting. Well, it's kind of fitting. I mean, especially for this movie, <laughs> but like, well, that's kind of like the whole nature. Well, that's kind of like the nature of white people in America. But, um, but yeah, I as a kid, I too, I had a song of the South storybook, which it's funny because like it had like the characters talking and stuff, but it must have been done by white people because when the characters started talking this movie, I didn't remember them yeah. having the whole. I don't want to say like minstrel, but it's the whole like super arch kind of like black, you know, southern speak. But like yeah. when I when I had a uh, the the record book of this as a kid it was like they they as a little kid to me they quote unquote spoke normal and so and also like it was a different cover it was not uh the guy playing Uncle Remus singing the song mm. it was like big like white choir of like Zip-a-doo-doo. it was like it was the very literally remember, whitewashed version of this already kind of I, fucked up story but yeah I remember my record um God we probably had the same record which I'm no, just totally remembering I, it completely different right um mine. The if I remember correctly, actually, you could actually hear like the sound effects that happened in the movie, so oh, okay. they just recorded it straight yeah. from the sound effect. Okay, I think all I remember distinctly from the storybook was the tar baby stuff, which freaked me out as a kid. Mm. Yeah, um, um, but he he meets Br'er Rabbit, and I like he says that Br'er Rabbit was in a powerful bad mood. I need to start saying like powerful, powerful. stuff. I'm like, and you're like, how are you doing today? I'm in a powerful, grumpy mood. Yeah. I want to start saying powerful in front of stuff. I'm right powerful hungry. Could you imagine if we didn't realize like the racist implications of this movie and we just saw this movie just like on a whim? We're like, that Uncle Remus is cool. We should tell, we should talk more like Uncle Remus, tell stories <laughs> more like Uncle Remus. And suddenly we are like, that was a good piece of soup. Like, I don't know. So. That was a powerful, right good piece of bread. Um, But... Br'er Rabbit's sick and tired of his fucking briar patch, so he's boarding up his own door to his house for yeah. whatever reason. He's like, I'm getting out of here. This place is nothing but troubles. Except he's saying it all and like, I'm getting out of here. This place ain't nothing but trouble. Because he's... It just occurred to me. I didn't realize that how much he's, it's a parallel to the kid's story. It just didn't occur to me until now. Why'd you think he was telling him these stories? <laughs> you think he's just like, well, your problems are are, are very Here's sad. Here's a completely I'm... <laughs> unrelated story about this goddamn cartoon rabbit. <laughs> of course they're related, you dumb dumb. Looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, Fuck. I can see why he's telling that story. <laughs> I need Uncle Remus' help more than I thought. Apparently, holy so. Jesus H. Christ! Wow. Woo. Uh, <laughs> But, oh man, Briar <laughs> Rabbit is. Oh, you're my stupidity kind of styles me sometimes. For God, I feel like Homer Simpson sometimes talked to his brain. Like, what are you doing? I'm gonna poke you back with a stick until you start working again. Uh, um, yeah, but he gets caught in a trap, a snare trap. Um, yeah, I didn't read any notes about this. So I just remember, yeah, because mm. he gets, yeah, gets, uh, he's slung up in a tree, can't get out. Yeah, it's a snare trap yeah. on a tree. Uh, uh, which rings by a Br'er Fox. Yeah, rings a bell, notifies Br'er Fox, so Br'er Fox grabs an axe, starts sharp- sharpening it. Yeah. But then we see Br'er Bear, who's who's walking along, and man, Br'er Bear, he is an dumb dumb. I like that he's, he's singing the zippity doodah song, except he's yeah zip, zip No, it's zip da 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 day. <laughs> Because <laughs> like, I knew it was kind of some kind of Nelson Muntz type shit. And yeah. he's got these, like, I don't know why they selected it. They've got red eyes. Yeah. 
Selectively like, in some scenes, not too, not even consistently, but like in close-ups. It's pretty cool. consistent. Yeah. But like, what was that choice about to make him seem more evil? It's fine too. In retrospect, I don't. I don't know. It's kind of well. I don't know. But the rat, the Briar rabbit, starts talking to him, trying to convince him to switch places with him because he's earning a dollar an hour. Yeah. Which actually, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's especially what that, for yeah, back then. Even in 1941, that's good. It's especially good in like a fucking or is it dollar a minute? I think it's dollar an hour. I think it says. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he's but, making but shit Rare up. But Fox is tearing yeah. ass to try to get him, and it's kind of nightmare fuel. Like, <laughs> we saw this as a little kid in this yeah, fucking evil-ass-looking fox. Yeah, Brer Fox is running from, like, three miles away to try to get to the... With an axe in yeah. his hand to chop well, this rabbit up. Is he, like, sharpening the axe before? Because yeah. he's waiting for... Yeah, so his, it's essentially, it's a Roadrunner coyote kind of thing where Brer Fox, all he wants to do is fucking catch and eat Brer Rabbit. Yeah. yeah. And Brer Bear gets in the fucking way. Yeah, but but Br'er Rabbit convinces Br'er uh, Br'er Bear, uh, Br'er in front of all these things uh, to switch places with him. You know, I think originally in the original story it was like Mr. Fox and Mr. Bear, so Mm. we could just say Bear Fox, whatever. Uh, Switch places with him, so then when the fox gets down there, the bear is hanging in there with his ass all hanging out. I'm earning a dollar. I'm a bear. He's like, you're not earning a dollar now, you fucking bear. Uh. Br'er Fox is a meth addict. <laughs> he's got like a loads of snarl. He's, he's got he's, the sharp teeth. He's and so twitchy and... and talks so fast. He's fucking strung I'm out on meth. That, that is a stereotype. Not even a stereotype, but just like a like a personal like like that's a personality that just exists throughout all of history. Yeah. Yeah, you could probably go back to modern Rome and there's gonna be some kind of fucking Steve Buscemi strung out fucking cracked out son of a bitch just looking to slit someone's neck for a fucking nickel. Yeah. So but, so the rabbit runs back to his home, uh, and the moral of the story is you can't run from your troubles. So then uh, Toby comes in. He does get out, but no, that's the moral of the story. He, well, you have to use your yeah. brain, because he, he does one no, no, can't no, run. No, 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 the brain comes later. Okay, yeah. This one's say, just yeah. you can't run from your troubles, so don't run away, you idiot kid. Mm. Um, also, this is neither here nor there before, before I forget. Have you seen Zootopia? No. I just saw a day before, like the day before I watched Song of the South. Uh, to the, 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 the bunny character in that, uh, there's a point in the film where she's dressed like Br'er Rabbit. She's got the pink top and the blue jeans. Mm. And the fox character is dressed like Br'er Fox, where he's got the green shirt and the pants. And it's just like, I, just because I happen to watch this day after watching. <laughs> Cute little Zootopia. nod that nobody will notice. Well, hey, I'm kind of like kind of surprised they threw that kind of a nod into like now what is now like becoming like the most popular Disney movie ever. That's kind of like Well, I'm thing. sure like. Somebody did it and like nobody realized. Well, that's the funny thing. You could work at Disney and like not until the movie comes out, they go, Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, um, no one but even noticed it. Toby comes in. I feel bad for Toby in this movie because he was put in charge of the shit little kid, <laughs> the shit white kid. He's like, He's gone missing. I was in charge of him. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> Here I am. It's like, uh-huh. fucking and well, Toby just then... backhands him and he's laying on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Well, even then, when fucking, uh, when uh, Uncle Remus has to bring him in and says, hey, I found Johnny, he was fucking a tree, like, he has to, like, he, he, he essentially has to take the fucking sword for fucking Johnny and say, it was my fault I was telling him a story, I didn't realize Yeah, it was so late. Light, well, so late. And even the mom gets all like, Bleh. Well, the mom is always like, <laughs> I'm a terrible mother. Mm. Um. The kid who's playing, I, guess, I think his name's John, we'll just call him John, um, or yeah. little F- Lord Fortner. Bobby Driscoll. Yeah. Um, he always looks like he's trying to solve a really hard math problem and also has to fart at the same yeah, time. He, he's got fart face. That's, <laughs> he's, he's always like, got, I think that's little kid acting, mid-century little kid acting yeah. is just like, kind of twist your lips, kind of person together and kind of like, 
I'm thinking really hard about. Yeah. Hmm. But I like Eddie. You can tell he's so, like a professional child actor because he's like his his mannerisms are so perfect. Like like performance. It's yeah. just It's just very kind of little kid. I'm a little kid actor. It's terrible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you know anything what happened to that kid later in life? No. Oh, we'll talk about that. Oh, good. Yeah. Um. Uh, so that's the he, end. Yeah, he take, we're done. We're done. That's it. End of the movie. That was Not that one racist. story. All you need to know: don't <laughs> so run away from your problems. Just don't fucking live on a plantation if you can't help it. Yeah, fuck it. He, so is that be white? Don't be is, black. You'll be, you'll be happy. That's the dad's mother, right? That they're staying at the house. I don't think they. Well, what do you think it would be the mom's mom if they're staying? Well, no, with because her? The, think they're they staying with the. Dad's mom, I think, because he talks about how Uncle Remus, the dad says that Uncle Remus used to- Oh, he always to, grew up with the, the He tales. used to tell me stories. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Unless they kind of, you know what, the dollars to donuts, mom and dad are fucking cousins. Probably. And they fucking grew up on the same <laughs> plantation together. They're blood related. And fucking, um, yeah, pieces of shit. But after Uncle Remus takes the sword for this little shit kid, uh, he asks the grandma, you're <laughs> not- get a gun. You ain't mad at me, is you, ma'am? And he, she says, you meddling old rascal. Of course I am not mad. Not since you rocked my world last night. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's going to get Uncle Remus hung up from a fucking tree. That's why me. all the ladies love oh, Uncle Remus. No. He knows how to lay that pipe. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> then the next morning. That's why the mom didn't put too much of an argument about dad leaving for like, okay, fine, whatever. I'll be serviced <laughs> while you're gone anyway. Piece of well, shit. Uh, well, I mean, it was, it was the style at the time. Uh, the next morning, Toby... You sound com- like a character from a bad Richard Pryor skit. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, the next morning, Toby right. comes in with a frog, and these kids have fucking... That's just- my next real note, is like, good, 20 minutes of frog pet. Yeah, just fucking... It goes they, on for a they while. They keep putting the frog in the bowl, and it would jump out, and they'd be like... Ha, 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 ha. And it goes on, This is like the midpoint of the film, and it's just like, man, it goes on for a while, this yeah. frog And scene. they're like, let's go catch some frogs. Maybe Uncle Remus will let us use his frog box. What? <laughs> What the fuck's a that's frog? That's what he box? used on mom the night before. That's like that's a speciality. <laughs> and like Toby's trying, to, the mom comes in and Toby's like trying to sneak away with this frog, but he's doing a really shit poor job of it. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Um, but she's like, hey, your your other grandma's coming into town. You need to put this outfit on. She made it for you. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that outfit's terrible. And I agree with him. Yeah, no. That it's, outfit's fucking terrible. I like how even in 1946, this kid, well, 1846, I guess, practically at this point. Yeah, even he's like, this is, the, what this, like, lacy collar bullshit? What are you doing to me? Yeah. It's basically, like, little boy blue, but with, it's green and with a, a lace collar oh, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what what right-minded person was going to be like, I know what a little Although, boy again, again, wear. with everything else that's going on in the plantation, the worst thing we're supposed to worry about is a 10-year-old boy being having to be put into a lace frock. Like, yeah. seriously. Who, nah. And, like, that. okay, I, he should have just stayed inside with it. I wouldn't yeah. have gone out where people could see Because he decides to go that. out and just live his normal life. Yeah. Yeah. But he goes out with Ugh. Toby to go find... No, what... Uh, I know your mom's Toby's like, I know your mom said you can't catch no frogs in your outfit. She didn't say nothing about looking at them or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And he says we can go down the watering hole. Doesn't mean you have to go into the watering hole. Yeah. It's yeah. not just saying there's no reason why you can't go out and do stuff in that. And you he, just can't get fucked up. Yeah. He's yeah. going to be like, let's cut across that field. Toby and Toby's like, uh uh-uh. uh. See that fucking bull over there? He'll fuck you up, oh, boy. Does he, I didn't realize he mentions the bull there. Because the yeah. bull to me is like, I, I was probably writing notes and I didn't notice he No, says, he like. 
He like licks his finger and holds. Later, yeah, he licks his finger and holds it up and is like, mm, "If the wind's blowing towards that bowl, you want to go in there? Oh. It's probably a good idea. Just best to not so to go in there at all." Johnny could have fucking avoided if he just paid attention to yeah. fucking Toby. We'll get to that. Toby's the only one who's got fucking brains in this. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're, what we're learning is that fucking Johnny Toby is worth fucking five eight, yeah 80 fucking 80, johnny's yeah. yeah yeah holy shit uh so then we meet the shitty ginger kids which like fucking which they kind of look like the ginger kids in the reluctant dragon a little bit i uh, know a little bit well they got red hair I yeah guess they we, got... i watched these two things they, back they, to back so they, they kinda... look like 70s ginger kids but they are of like the scott farkas school of movie bullydom yeah yeah like, no, yeah. What's up with your collar? Are you a girl? Are you a little girl? Are they from the plantation next door? Or I don't know. They well, they're wearing least... basically rags, yeah. so they're poor. And it's like okay, they're living a cave so by down by the fucking river. Basically, yeah. John and his family are the only well-off people in this movie. Mm-hmm. Which again, it makes it even harder to sympathize with these sons of bitches. Yeah. yeah. So he goes down and like sits on something, and like the the boys were the ginger boys were playing with a dog and stuff, and he. Rips off his lace collar and throws it down in the ground all angrily. Did they offer to give it to like a girl on well, the yeah, farm too? So this the sister of the two uh, bullies comes up and is like, "You oh, want she's this their dog?" Sister? Yeah. Oh, I didn't catch that. I thought she was just another you, random. You kid. want this dog? They're gonna drown him. I'm like, holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like the kids that would do that. They're yeah. little fucking turds. Yeah. yeah. She's like, he's just the runt. They're gonna drown him. And he's, she's like, holds the lace collar up. Is that? <laughs> and he's like, you can have it. I don't oh, fucking that's what care. It is. Okay, yeah. Um, but uh, Tinchi is the dog's name. Which, T- if this were Mister Science Theater Three Thousand, I could see them spending half the movie Teenchi. going Tinchi, Tinchi, and the way they pronounce it too, Tinchi. Where's Tinchi? <laughs> it's the fucking sampo of this movie, where it's like, what, what, yeah. Tinchi? Yeah. So, but um. She's like, they were gonna drown him, and then they put the dog on the ground, and it's running. And they're having fun running behind him. <laughs> the dog jumps on a boat, and he's like, I guess I think that I guess the dog wants to go for a boat ride, and he gonna get on this boat and steal it. There's two fucking kids. He's like, let's just steal this boat. Woo! Let's go. Yeah. But then well, the next... hey, that's very Tom Sawyer esque, I guess. Yeah. But then the next scene is. Um... Oh, fuck. I forgot her name again. Uh, Aunt Tempe being like, man, you can't keep that dog. Your mom said you can't. You just go, yeah, take it back where you've done found it from. Did the mom even express an opinion about the dog? Not the directly. Yeah, that's not when, directly, yeah. but uh, the, the, uh, and her name is so unmemorable. Aunt Tempe, because it's Tempe not a real Tinchi. name. Tempe <laughs> Uh, At this point, like, she she yeah. says the mom. Oh, your mom said no to the dog, so okay. you got to take it back where you gone done found it from. Um, this point where shoot, shoot the fucking dog, just get it over with. The dog's never gonna live a happy life on this place anyway. So he takes it to Uncle Remus and is like, "Hey, uh, those kids are gonna they're shitlords. They're gonna drown the dog. Why don't you take it? I did like the scene for of me. and uh, he, Uncle Remus talking himself. Yeah, into he talks himself the dog. into keeping. Well, I don't got nothing to feed the dog, but it but is I, very small. So I, I guess have an empty corner. Yeah, which I, was like, I wouldn't want to take it in and out all day. But then again, I ain't got no door because you look at me, I'm poor. Again, <laughs> if I didn't know any better, I'd be like, yeah, Uncle Remus, cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Uncle Remus is a cool dude, but if I didn't know any better, I'd be like, hey, man, have you seen Song of the South? Uncle Remus is awesome. Not, yeah. <laughs> but then the, the, the shitlord kids come up and they're like, hey, give us our dog back. No. And it's like, 
they just want this dog so they can drown it. Although, you know, if, if this were court of law, we only have the sisters. No, because. Word against theirs that they're going to drown no, the puppy. No, because the, the mother is like, well, yeah, in that case. But you saw these kids. They're right, shit. Uh, they're fucking tor- I'm surprised they're not going to fucking stick their dick in the dog's butt um, before they do it. Yeah. But the, the, the kid's mother said, it's your sister's dog. She can do whatever she wants with it. Oh, if she wanted to give it to that boy, she can. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so the mother was okay. was on their side. Hmm. Um. Yeah, my next note is about little Lord Fauntleroy just, but, just beating but, the shit out of the redheaded <laughs> smaller brother, which doesn't happen for a bit. But uh, but um, the little girl comes out of the bushes right next to Uncle Remus's place because I guess she was just hanging out there. Once, I guess the point, there's not only so much <laughs> to do on like, the plantation. Yeah, she's like, "Hey, just tell my mom they'll get a whipping. She'll beat their asses. Oh, just let my right. mom know that so, they're being shit lords." Is this so? This is the part where Uncle Remus tells the story of uh, uh, the Briar Patch, right? Uh, the Tar Baby. The Tar Baby. Oh, is it the Tar Baby? Yeah. I well, okay. That's, that's what I got written. Okay. I mean, the, the Tar Baby is two sections. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Because there's oh, because he gets caught, but then he also gets out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we get the song. Uh, pretty pretty good shows you're born, but which I, after looking at this, I looked at the soundtrack list. And I don't even, I, this song I don't even remember. I watched but, it and I was like, I was talking I to somebody this. about Splash Mountain. Um. And they, they they agreed with me that as you're riding through the ride, and even sometimes in this movie, it sounds like they're saying, pretty good, show us your balls. <laughs> <laughs> and so you, once, you, once you notice that, it's all you hear in this. It's about it like, hey, hey like how are you? Jingle. Good, how are you? How you doing? Pretty good, show us your balls. <laughs> so that made this... that part a little bit wow, more entertaining. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I totally don't even remember the song, and I just watched it right there, yeah. So, apparently there's some debate here. Yeah? On if Tar Baby is racist or not. There's, it's already such, such a quagmire rate. Like, I, like what, why, why does even the Tar Baby have to be plucked out? Like, well... Like, if, if they had given it... Tar like, Baby is from the original stories. Yeah. So they did not invent Tar Baby for the thing. The fact that it's a black-skinned... I remember as a kid thinking the Tar Baby as... Okay, so Little White Bill Mudrin, when I'm reading the storybook and seeing the pictures about this story, I do distinctly remember as a kid thinking, how would anyone be tricked into thinking this is a person when it's got black skin? <laughs> not not even because it's black color, <laughs> no, but like pitch, it's, pitch it's, black. It's, it's like, yeah, like Crayola. It's, 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 it's literally pitch black. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's... Uh, very <laughs> yeah i think you may be the only third person in my life who actually knew what pitch was yeah uh, but yeah that's exactly what it is and i remember it's yeah. like well and it was of course me Latin, well he's got fucking button eyes and a cord cod nose like yeah. you know, think that's more of a giveaway but yeah it didn't occur to me that that's they do a tarby because the idea is supposed to be representing a black person so i mean if that's from the original story then i don't see this i mean in a problematic movie, that is just another problematic year, but I don't see that being any more problematic than anything else. Yeah, if, like I, from, from if, I was watching, if I was watching this without the, like, already 
racist eye on yeah. it and i saw them make a tar baby i wouldn't think oh that's supposed to be a black it person i would just could have given a big black lips. yeah they could have been they didn't i'm give actually it, kind of surprised they didn't, they didn't give it far. they didn't give it samo lips or yeah we're not saying it's not racist we're just saying as far as everything else going on in this movie like it's not punching above its weight in terms of yeah how it could have been a completely unlike uh innocent design that they didn't even realize that it could have been taken that way to that yeah i one time somebody was like hey can you draw me a cartoon cat and i drew a cartoon cat and then i looked at it i was like this cat has a very long body and its legs make it look like it's a cock and balls (laughs) sometimes that shit just happens sometimes happens and what you're gonna you have to if if the story says there's a baby made out of tar yeah what color are you gonna make it like a fucking to fucking there's no i mean on on the uh disney on splash mountain they did change it to a beehive so, because the beehive is sticky. Well, somebody would just smart because how you can all the. I mean, it was it was never a tar baby on the ride. I don't think. Yeah. But for the sticky, the sticky part of the story as you go you through know, the ride, it's a beehive. You just you just circumvent the whole issue by turning into a tarred baby. It's just a straight it's up Down baby. syndrome baby. Yeah. Oh no, no. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> so a lot of things we're talking about today. Um, so yeah, they make a tar- Brer Fox and Brer Bear make a tar baby and oh give god, it- why did I Google image search tar baby and that just brought up oh my god um, oh they uh uh Utah. give it two eyes a nose a hat hair a jacket uh. And like he tears the hair off the ass of the bear, but I did like that they didn't do the car thing, cartoon thing where that just comes back. Like for the rest of the movie, Brer Bear doesn't have any hair on his ass. Oh, really? It was yeah. Even... It never came back. I remember as a kid reading the story because this is one of the things in the storybook where you ends up ripping like because they drew him with a with a bear ass in the storybook too. And I remember thinking that was funny as a kid. Yeah. The fact that like you know you the, the tar baby was wearing his butt hair. Yeah, I always thought it was kind of funny. Uh, um, but then Br'er Rabbit comes along. They put it. They they put the tar baby down on the the road, and Br'er Rabbit comes along. And Uncle Remus says, uh, "Just as sassy as a jaybird," which I I kind of want to use that line too. I'm like, I, "What are you doing, girl? Are you being as sassy as a jaybird?" <laughs> now that I've had a chance more to think about it, tar baby is I would consider again white middle aged male. I'm going to make the decision whether or not this is racist or not. If the tar baby thing was from the original slave stories, and mm. if it wasn't a character cooked up by the author who documented these stories, if he, because like I said, he had a penchant for, he had some interesting ideas about slavery and race, racial shit. It's true. So if they, like, but we, I don't know if we have any way of knowing if that's an actual slave story or not or anything like that. Yeah. I haven't looked that deep into it, but anyway, I do like the fact that the rabbit fucks himself like, right here, which is great. Yeah, well, he's yeah. like, how you, how's it going? And the, the tar baby doesn't respond, so he's like, he stops and he's like, "Well, yeah, hey, hey, on, I said hi to you. Yeah, say you say hi back, motherfucker." My, my friend probably favorite whole moment in the movie is when the rabbit then backs up to walk back up to him and essentially redo the whole uh, yeah. introduction again, which I thought was great. Yeah, he's like, "Hey, if you don't say hello, I'm gonna punch you in the mouth." What a friendly motherfucker! <laughs> which I, yeah, kind of like. I mean, that's some humans will be like that. Yeah. Uh. And he does, the tar baby obviously doesn't say hello back. And he does, like, his fist goes right where that tar baby mouth would be. Yeah, Yeah, he was going to punch him square in the mouth. Then he socks him again with his other fist. Yeah, and he gets stuck and he's like, let go, let go, I'm going to hit you again. And he he swings his other fist and gets stuck in again. Yeah, Rabbit's kind of, like, despite him supposedly being the smartest animal in these woods, (laughs) kind of of an idiot. Yeah. Maybe it was more of a temper issue than Um, anything else, but yeah. 
But then he's just, he's a completely engulfed in the tar, and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear come up, and they're like, hey, 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 he's here, and Br'er, Br'er Bear's like, I'm gonna knock his head clean <laughs> off. Oh, man. Uh, now, Br'er Fox are smart. He would say, okay, Br'er Bear, you obviously smoke. We got the corn cob pipe for <coughs> you. Give me your fucking matches. Yeah. This, this rabbit where has well, he was he, he was trying to cook him. Well, that's, uh, hopefully the tar uh, melts off. But Which still, it becomes an issue later. Yeah. He's, he's not, but they're he's like, we're going to cook them. you alive. And Br'er Rabbit's like, that's fine. You can cook me alive. Does this happen here? Because I thought it cuts No, this back. happens here. Okay. Uh, at least according a, to my notes. I thought there was a part where the story breaks off and then like the kid's like, wait, well, how did Br'er Rabbit get out? And then Uncle Remus is like, well, so how do you know he got out? And the kids mm. are like, wait. And then you do find out he does get out with this. Isn't that the second half of the the Tar Baby story? Yeah. Oh, again, we don't have to worry. We may have skipped something here, but well, no, I I'm, I don't remember. Exactly, my next note but... is thank God that movie's over. <laughs> no, but yeah. Um. um no, but Br'er Rabbit, like you could you can cook me. That's fine. Just please don't throw me in that briar patch. Mm-hmm. And he's like, whatever. I'm gonna skin you. How'd you like that? And he's like, that's fine. Just please. You don't know, don't throw me in that briar patch. He's like, and throws him in the briar patch. He really chucks him too. I like the animation of him throwing it. And he's all, he's just chilling in the briar patch, being like, ow, ow, oh, yeah. He lands at the bottom of the gully, and he's just kind of like rattling the 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 briars around. Yeah, just kind of like, oh no, I'm getting hurt. I'm killed so much. Oh, this is actually another thing they take take from Zootopia, where a rabbit does a fake death thing after being thrown into a pit. It's callback to this too. Weird enough. And then. But then he jumps up and is like, "I was born and bred in Rob Patch." Uh, Which I guess that's I guess that is true of rabbits. I guess yeah. No, we had when I was on the farm I was born on. We had a bunch of like blackberries and basically a briar patch. Okay. And when I was very 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 little, I had a little hatchet my grandma got me, mm, and oh, this uh, guy. I took that hatchet and I crawled through the rabbit paths, which was dumb. Yeah. Because those 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 briar patches uh, were like. 14, 15 feet tall. Oh, Jesus Christ. And I was, I just crawled through them. Just fucking not a care in the world. Oh, man. And if, if, if like, a, a blackberry bush got in my way, I'd just hack it until I fit through. Oh, wow, okay. I was a fucking idiot. Still smarter than Johnny in the story, but yeah. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Um, oh, okay. So he uses reverse psychology, uh, psychology, and that's the end of that story. So then, um... The, the bully kids are talking to John and they're like, we're going to tell your mom that Uncle Remus has that, your our, your dog, you're just... And he's like, go ahead and tell him. Go ahead and tell her. Uh, just don't tell your mom. Don't do it. And they're like, oh, we'll These show you. These kids are stupid enough to think that like, gonna our sh- mom We're going to tell our mom on you. Um, and I do like that, at least it does work. Which, of yeah, course, they get their asses movie. beat. Yeah, they get fucking thrown out of their own fucking house. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, we'll show him. We're going to teach him that we're not dumb. But they're dumb. Uh, but then we get... Uh, well, this is the third... So something else happens where Uncle Remus has to bring Johnny back to the house. Yeah, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. I don't know if that was the next scene. But um, Aunt Tempe is ma- making pies, and Uncle Remus is looking well, in that like window. Bit. And Uncle Remus wants that pie. He's just like, He's I like, do. Girl, you I actually have pie. two pe- two black people talking in this movie, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. It is almost like they're instead the of just sing, back singing gospels to each other. Yeah, which actually, even the time you see them singing gospels, it's actually like a white choir overlaced over. Oh fucking damn, this movie. 
Um, but yeah, so I do like the thing where she makes him a pie, and they're they're just kind of sassy to each other. Right? I thought it was kind of I don't know. It's one of the more it's one of the more legitimately human moments yeah. in the film. I, I like. But that, then so. like Miss Sal- eats the shit out of that pie. He eats the fuck. He gets out some of that pie, pie, man. Fuck. Yeah. But then Miss F- Sally finds out that that Uncle Remus has been keeping the dog, and oh, that's what happens. She okay, tells yeah. him off. It's like, bitch, it's his fucking dog now. You don't get to tell him to give that dog back. Yeah. That's his dog. <laughs> Your son gave it to him to watch. Therefore, that dog is his. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Miss Sally, you fucking bitch. Well, it's again, because well, the way she's treating him is how you treat a child. Yeah. Not an adult who's living on your farm or like a farm Who is technically hand. supposed to be older than you. Yeah, so that's why where like everyone comes out and says, no, this is, po- this is recreation. This is post-slavery. The way the dynamics between white and black people are in this movie is, it's, it's fucking insulting. The fucking dude just stand up and say, "Hey, you want some fucking pie? Make some fucking here, fucking pie in your fucking face. Get the fuck out of here. I had a yeah. long day. What the fuck do you do? You sit inside your fucking house all day, fucking your mosquito net bullshit. It's like, man, you ain't getting. I ain't, I ain't treating you to the frog box tonight. Go home. <laughs> so then, but fuck. then like the mom is like, "Hey, John, you know what next Tuesday is?" And he's like, "This is my birthday." And she's like, "Would you like to have a party?" And he's like, "Yeah, can I invite Jenny?" And his mom starts to say, well, there's going to be a lot of kids there. Basically being like, well, no, there's going to be a bunch of rich white kids there. Why would we invite this poor, poor girl? But then, thankfully, Grandma's there to say, she's there's going to be a lot of kids there. And then Grandma will be, so one more won't make a difference. Yeah, she flies in like the Millennium Falcon and saves the day for a moment. Like, you Grandma, what the fucking Miss Sally's... uh, fucking the worst you Ugh. wonder why the dad's filing divorce no, proceedings I, I, yeah, in that, atlanta yeah that's probably what he's actually doing there filing the papers brand new wife he's like oh, hey honey how you doing get the fuck, out of here. <laughs> get the fuck off my plan yeah he could have just uh, oh, fucking god I just put all myself so uh he goes and to see uncle remus that evening and um Besides telling Uncle Remus to get rid of the dog, she also said, no more stories. That's Don't what, tell okay, my yeah. son no more stories. And Uncle Remus is sitting there, like, all dejected and sad. And John, he's like, They're not, I got rid of that dog. I took it back. There's not going to be no more stories. And Johnny's like, you was my dog. You wasn't ready to give him away. And fucking kids crying in this era in movies is yeah. just the worst. I and again, he it. got an adult with worse problems than this fucking dog and this fucking kid. And this kid has manipulated Uncle Remus into a fucking no-win situation. Well, he says, I ain't gonna be telling you no more stories. He should have followed that up with, your mama told me. Yeah. Fucking throw that Take bitch under that butt. goddamn mom, yeah. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah, this is this is Uncle Remus's Kobayashi Maru. What do you do? Fucking kill everyone. Yeah. Go get a so, pitchfork. So then we get his happy... Sleeping. <laughs> fucking chop their fucking heads off. So we get his happy, like, uh, wealthy white kid party where there's a bunch of fucking kids we've never seen before yeah. running around having a good time. And he goes running off in his outfit to get, get Jenny, who is wearing a, and her, her nicest dress and whatever. Um, Made out of potato sack. <laughs> And then, but her brothers follow her, and there's an altercation, and they're just the worst. She gets pushed over into the mud. She can't go to the party because now she's all dirty. Well, they start off by pulling her hair and shit yeah. too. Like yeah. it's a physical escalate ex, ex escalation until they be yeah, push her down in the mud. Yeah. And finally, Johnny grows some fucking balls. And says, "Fuck you, little brother." <laughs> 
boots. That actually doesn't... He really just kind of tackles him and kind of wriggles on top of him because they can't show kids <laughs> taking swings at each other. And so the redhead kid is in the mud just going, ah, get him off me! Well, like, yeah, Johnny's kind of, like, writhing on top of him, but... <laughs> or kind of, like, holding his head, but, yeah, it's not really much of a fight, but... Yeah, redheaded motherfuckers deserve to die as much as anyone else in this fucking thing. But, um, you know. So, she's upset, she's crying, she can't go to the party, and John's like, you're not gonna go, I'm not gonna go. Yeah. Daddy didn't come, Sally's dirty, this is the worst day ever. I'm slaked in the blood of my murdered enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So then... Uncle Remus shows up. No more stories, except he's going to tell them a story because they're upset. Um, and we get another cartoon where Brer- there's no introduction too because the other ones we see kind of like it's Uncle Remus kind of walking into the forest and there's some kind of segue. Yeah, and like he's hanging out with like Briar Rabbit or something like that. And this one is just the smash yeah. cut to like yeah cartoon. Briar Rabbit's caught. He's been caught. I mean, okay, yeah. Um. They're really? getting, I think yeah. so. Yeah. They're getting ready to... Uh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah, they're, they're getting a, ready yeah, to cook him up. Yeah. Uh, which is nice of Br'er Fox to share this tiny little meal of a rabbit with Br'er Bear. Yeah. Br'er um, Br'er is just going to suck his eyeballs out. He just wants to knock the head clean off and then just fucking... Yeah, but the, the gist of this story is... Br'er Rabbit keeps laughing because he's going to go to... He's going. He's in his laughing place. Yeah. And Br'er Bear like, I want a laughing place. So he leads them to his laughing place... Which turns out to be he's he he luckily happens to come across the beehive and he's like it's in there and the bear goes in and starts getting stung by bees and he comes out and he's got the beehive on his nose and the, the fox gets stung and everybody gets Such stung. Such an energetic retelling. And of the this fucking yeah. the bear rabbit is just laughing. He's like, I didn't say it was your laughing place. It's mine. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a nothing segment. Yeah, it's as car, as and that's the last cartoon big cartoon goes, segment, right? No, there's one more. Okay, I think. Um. Well, no, I'm so he brings the kids back, and the mom's all, "You missed your own party. You weren't even around to say goodbye to your guests." Yeah. And she's like, she basically blames Uncle Remus. Is like, you can never see my son again. It's like, fucking bitch. Your son would basically and presumably your only son like, would be dead on the side of the road on his way to Atlanta if it wasn't for Uncle Remus. Yeah, and this is only like 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 presumably later on that same evening after like the afternoon where she yelled at him and never. Like, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. So Uncle Remus can't tell stories to that one white boy anymore, so he decides to leave. Yeah, because his whole life centered around telling the white boy this one white boy stories. Oh, to be fair. You kind of wonder why Uncle Remus ever stuck around this long to begin with. If this is well, granted, he never had to put up with the mom being around. Yeah, yeah, but after three days of her being around, I, I can suppose, totally see yeah. why he gets on the fucking. I'm having her being around, I was like, oh god, too. this is fucking nuts, man. Yeah, I got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. So that's um, yeah. No, there's no room for another cartoon because he gets on the cab. Yeah, yeah, you're Johnny right. Johnny sees that he's on the cab. Um, no, that no, that doesn't happen yet. Shut oh, up. Oh really? Um. So the next day happens. I love you too. And like, uh. <laughs> Johnny and Jenny are running along, and they're wearing the same clothes that they were wearing for the party. It's conf- yeah, it's it's even though it's obviously the like the next day or even later. I mean, did they sleep over at Johnny's house? Or I like, don't what the know. Fuck? They, they, no one changed them. Maybe yeah. the punishment from Johnny's mom is they couldn't get changed. But they know. go to the to um, Jenny's house, and she's like, "Papa's home, Daddy's home," and she runs up and like he hugs her, and it's all, "Oh, look at that!" And it must be nice to have a father that loves you, huh, Johnny? 
Fuck uh, you, that, Johnny. That would probably feel good if your father loved you and didn't abandon you for a newspaper, huh? Go home and cry into mm. your fucking pillows. That's got to be tough for you. you fucking white, rich, mm. piece of shit Lord Fauntleroy motherfucker. Yeah, so he's yeah. he goes to see Uncle Remus. But, Tears for Johnny. But Uncle Remus's apartment is completely empty. And he comes out and... He took his one candle, his one <laughs> copy of the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's it. He's he gone. He comes out and like, where'd Uncle Remus go? And her mother says, I'm afraid mother is to blame. Yeah, mother is to blame. Mm-hmm. You fucking asshole. And then Toby's like, Uncle Remus is getting on the cart over there. He's leaving. And Johnny's like, Uncle Remus, Uncle Remus. And it cuts across the and cuts across the bull field. Yeah. And he's wearing his red outfit. That's the thing I realize. That's the why he's got the red outfit still on. Because yeah. it's because even reality in the live action reality of this this movie is a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. And, but there's a there's a scene where like the bull's chasing him to gore him to death. Um where he's running across the field and the bull is not quite behind him it's kind of in front of him and behind him yeah but it's also not a bull it's obviously like a calf i didn't even know just filmed from a different a distance <laughs> i just when you see the end result where like but then they do that laying in the dirt yeah then they, they, maybe he just ran into the fence they do that old timey thing where they don't show anything happen they just show the mother go oh so it's your imagination i honestly thought johnny just ran smack dab into the fence like that he was forced by the bull chasing him to somehow hurt himself. Yeah. And it wasn't until it slowly fades with the fucking church music and choirs like, oh, yeah, we're then, like, okay, oh, no, then, he's actually gotten hurt. I guess he did get mauled by the bull. all the black people standing outside the plantation house again, worrying about this poor one little white boy. This little kid who didn't have enough fucking sense not to run across a fucking <laughs> cow pasture populated by, only by a pissed off bull who yeah. hates red. Uh, Yeah, fuck yeah. this kid. It's the, my note. Oh, look, all the black people worrying about one white kid while they can't even afford shoes. <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, but no, they're free. They can do whatever they want. They don't, they're not stuck here having to fucking kowtow these white pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh... <laughs> Still not as bad as Victoria. Maybe he should die to teach his mother a lesson. Yeah, if we're going to get all fucking biblical with our lessons here. In my there, movies... was, there was a point mm. I did like where the grandma, after she like... Um, basically told Uncle Remus not to tell him any more stories. The grandma was like, uh, you know, that's kind of fucked up. Uh, the boy does need a, a figure in his life. And she's like, he's got you. He's got me. And she's like, that's mm, not really enough. She doesn't come out and say, hey, let him see Uncle Remus. But basically the implication is you're kind of fucking up here, girl. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah. Um, Ugh. So I guess... God hurts Johnny to teach his mom a lesson? Yeah. Take away from this? Uh, but Johnny says, man, I come back, Uncle Remus. Come back. And his dad yeah. shows up and he runs up and he's like, Johnny, I'm I'm here. Daddy's here. And he's like, Uncle Remus. It's like, fuck you, dad. Uh, fuck you. You ain't matter for you shit. Burn that fucking bridge. Don't All he care you can about cross is it Uncle now. Remus. Yeah. You set him up for a lifetime of going after older black men. <laughs> Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, he's just tall enough to reach the fucking Uncle Remus's balls with his tongue. No, no, we're not. I'm not doing that joke. I'm doing once he's an adult, he's going to oh, he's gonna no. try to date black men that eventually abandon him, just like his father you did. You put on this great beard. I can't explain it, but it's very important <laughs> to me. I need you to sit down and tell me a st- uh, story. Yeah. Oh, I can't. Oh. Dad ain't shit when you got an old black man who can yeah, tell pimp-ass stories about rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> 
so then Uncle Remus tell him a story, and that wakes Johnny up. Um, he's like, "Daddy's here!" Finally, he's like, Does "I'm he not." React? <laughs> huh? Does he react to the presence of Uncle Remus? Yeah, he's like, okay. "Oh," and then he's dad. So I would love it if you just like, glossed over the presence of dad. I was like, oh, dad, Uncle Remus, hey, how you doing? <laughs> That's what he should have done. Yeah. His dad's like, I'm not going anywhere. I'm lying to you right now. I'm going to leave as as soon as I get I my rocks off in your mother. I until Monday at 8 a.m. when I have to catch my next train. And Uncle Remus is like, well, everything is satisfactual. Mighty satisfactual indeed. Uh... Yeah, so then everybody's happy, and Toby and Ginny and John are running around, ah, singing zippity doo dah. Yeah, Johnny's managed and, to magically completely fixed. Yeah, everything is fucking fantastic except those two evil fucking ginger kids are still running They're around. They're still gonna be out there fucking shit up. Yeah. Unless... Oh man, there J- should have been a scene where like they were just laying dead in the pond, just floating face down. At least jo- Uncle Remus gives Johnny a shotgun. Yeah. Does these kids fuck with you again? But like, for they're singing, running around singing zippity doo dah, and for some reason the way that this is sung just it, it felt like i was chewing on aluminum foil it hurt my teeth the way this, this song was being sung when people make fun of how sh- shitty and cheesy disney can be this is kind of like the perfect slice of like fake saccharin yay everything worked out fine because yeah. you know we're the it's 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 disney at its worst yeah. it really is as racial politics and everything else aside it's just saccharine and cloying and just well, fucking yeah. Then, stupid. then Br'er Rabbit comes up and is like, "Hey, kids, how's it going? Cartoons are real." Which this and Uncle me Remus because- is kind of like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Which yeah, my note is "Wugga wugga what?" Like I, I, I had expected him to hold up a bottle with three X's on it and <laughs> pour it out. <laughs> but then he, well, he Uncle Remus, is just kind of shrugs and is like, "Oh, well, I guess this is happening now." And joins the kids and I fucking. Tell if he was reacting to the, to the presence of Br'er Rabbit or the fact that the kids could see Br'er Rabbit because maybe he's because he's interacting I think he's finally with gone Br'er crazy. Rabbit. I yeah. think he's finally gone crazy. Cause like, but then he, he joins like, them and they walk off into the literal sunset. Fucking Uncle Remus needs some friends his own age. <laughs> I didn't think about he needs that, to yeah. stop hanging out with his well, kids and get died during the slave revolts. Age. He was the only slave that didn't pick up a pitchfork to fight against the slave masters. And my final note um, is meh. That was that movie was the epitome of Matt. I'm glad I saw it. It's uh, it's even though you can't. It's no, not it's Matt, Yeah, even though it's not culturally culturally significant, it is culturally significant. I, it's still not as bad as Victor Victoria. Well, no, nothing will ever. Or be. even Breakfast at Tiffany's. It's not necessarily bad. It's just. It's slight. It's boring. Nothing really it is happens. Boring. It's it's lazily made. The story. It's just. It's schmaltz. Yeah. It's terrible white centric schmaltz. Yeah. The with, only. The only. The. I mean, like I said, I'm glad I watched it. It's it's an important piece of film history, sure. But it's it's. Is it's it? Isn't an important piece of film history. In the fact that it's the only Disney film that's ever been banned. Yeah. Just because it's gone now. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's the only thing. If, if, if Disney hadn't banned it, it would just and now, still be and now, degrade and bullshit now you, that no one watches. Yeah. It would be in the Forgotten. It would be in the vault. Except like, for Splash, Flash Mountain, as you taught me. <laughs> but women flashing their titties on Splash Mountain, which is the lasting legacy of the Uncle um, Remus tales in pop culture. Yeah, it's just, it's nothing. Yeah. It's just a nothing movie. It's a big it's, fucking It kind of fits right in with the same, like, the live action stuff at the same time. Yeah. And well, that's what I was saying. I, I, I really do think the fact that the movie is a racist mess is just an excuse to otherwise just also just bear the movie, because why 
It's yeah. not that good. It's not that. W- it's yeah. Also, I mean, this way they can bury the movie and still have the songs if they do that from it, and yeah. not have people be like, "Yeah, the movie's not very I good." I wonder whenever anyone asks them where Zippy Doo Doo came from, I wonder if they were they what they say these days. Because plus now we get to lift our noses up and say, "Oh, you haven't seen Song of the South? Uh, I've seen it. <laughs> I saw it on VHS last year." <laughs> Of course, um, we'll never be as cool as those people that say, oh, "Yeah, I've seen. It. I have the VHS tape." I. What if you say, "I hey, see could you do, it? I lived it." Do me a favor. Look up how much those VHS tapes go for. Okay, that's a good idea. Because what's so? What was the last time? It must have been like in the mid '80s at the latest. Uh, like I think the last release was either like '87 and '91 somewhere see, in between that, there. Let's see VHS. Well, the other thing is, it has been published more recently overseas. It's only yeah. really been kind of banned in America. Um, top listing is $38, buy it now, $39, buy it now. That's it? VHS uh, wow. 30s. I'm kind of shocked uh, that There's cheap. a Song of the South sing-along on VHS for $8. Yeah, it's about $40. <laughs> yeah, if there's a sing-along version, which I guess is not the whole movie, it's just a couple of the songs, which is like a couple bucks, but yeah, um, pretty much baseline is about 40 bucks on eBay. Wow, that's yeah. actually a lot cheaper than I would expect. Although these are probably, like, if you want to get like, a pristine copy, I'm sure well, it's yeah, but... you want to like, yeah. Uh, if you want a copy that doesn't have like thirty year old baby spit all over it, yeah, or uh, like thirty year old tracking lines, exactly. Yeah. Um, my last note too is, and nothing bad ever happened to Bobby Driscoll again. <laughs> so Bobby Driscoll, yeah, he had a bit of a life after this. Oh, okay. So he was, you know, like 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 a lifelong child actor, mm-hmm. as much as you can be a lifelong child actor. But yeah, he was growing up. You know, he was raised to be a child actor and all kinds of other stuff. And, and he stuck with Disney. He wound up being the voice of Peter Pan from Disney's Peter Pan movie. Before you go, what was the other movie we watched with some shitboard little kid? Song of the, wait, no. Oh, it was um Night of the Hunter. That yeah. kid was supposedly a shitlord too. Really? Okay, yeah. let's see. Oh, because he was all smug about being a stage I... actor. Night. Oh yeah, that's and right. He kind of he, they almost made the same faces in some regards. Well, it's the same as School of Acting. Yeah, which is that that was made about ten years after. But yeah, it's totally the hmm. Mm. Let's see. Yeah. But anyway, you were saying about Peter Billy Pan. Chapin? Yeah, Billy Chapin. It's not the same kid at least. No, I so, knew it wasn't going to be. Bobby Driscoll. Yeah. Uh this ends being Peter Pan are two move two most favorite things that he's known for. Um, so he was the actual voice in the cartoon? In Peter Pan? In the Disney cartoon? Yeah, Disney cartoon. Wow, his voice really changed. It did change. Yeah, Peter Pan's like, "Hey, who are you doing?" Yeah. Uh but he continued can continue to try to be a live action kid actor too mm-hmm. but as soon as he hit puberty he got fucking acne real bad so mm. disney let his ass go mm. and he was pretty much only useful to disney as a voice actor but he kept on trying to act of course that didn't work out he wound up like washing out of acting entirely uh wound up becoming a part of andy warhol's factory gang like you know the like his little art crew making like stupid yeah terrible fucking art in new york and uh was uh, he was he was yeah was, he hung out with andy warhol for a couple of years disappeared left after working in there for a little while uh was found a couple years later dead on a basketball court uh it was just his body was found just a couple weeks after his 31st birthday he had died of like he was crazy addicted to drugs well and he is he seems to be kind of like the pinnacle child actor warning story of like the mid-century america where like this is the kid who played peter pan he was in the song of the south and he died on a basketball court where his body wasn't found for days later in the middle of New York City, died of a you know drug. Um, his mother only found out that he was dead 19 months after he died. Wow! 
when she went looking for him because his dad was dying, and so she wanted to stage a reunion, and so uh, she had to do a fingerprint check with the NYPD, and they found out, oh yeah, your da- your son's burying a pauper's grave over here. We didn't know even know he was. He's like an unmarked grave over here, so she never even really found his body or anything like that. Wow. And it's, yeah, so Bobby Driscoll, yeah, this kid. I guess that's- He a- got I- what was coming to him! <laughs> Johnny, fuck you! <laughs> Uh, your sympathy knows no bounds for this kid. I can only pray there is no help over. For, for I'm sure to be there. If there <laughs> got is fucked one. over by this studio system. Yeah, he got he got fucked over into space. Well, wow. yeah, I should not confuse Bobby Driscoll with the character that he played, but yeah, fuck Johnny. Well, yeah, fuck all the white people in this movie, basically. Yeah. They're all terrible. Oof. Except for Grandma. Grandma was okay. Grandma, grandma was pretty cool. He, no, he... I said white people. Oh, white people? Oh, yeah, yeah well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, all the black people are super cool. I like Toby. The guy who played uh, Uncle Remus got an honorary Oscar from this, which black people were pissed off back then because even they were like, this is a fucked up movie. You can't, like, he's playing a racist stereotype. Like, you mm-hmm. can't reward this guy. But, like, Disney really pushed the Academy to give him a, an honorary reward two years after this movie came out. <laughs> and since he was black, they couldn't even give him a real Oscar. I know, They just exactly, had to give him an yeah, honorary so. Great. Uncle Penis. Yeah, that's Song of the South. That was Song of the South. The Song of the South is kind of sour and off-key. <laughs> yeah. Song of the South. About as great as but not living really in the remarkable. South actually is. There's no. not much to talk about. Even though I was talking about it right here, other than, yeah, it's fucked up, but it's not that interesting, even aside from the reason. <laughs> yeah. Most of us is go- most of the podcast was us going, as a white guy. I <laughs> know, exactly. <laughs> and then going, hello there. Yeah, yeah. so. Wolf. Uh, yeah i'm kind of glad we got past that we could i think we could have done you know what this will probably outrage someone and here i'm going i think we did a pretty good job of that podcast we probably <laughs> did fucked up shit we should be putting fucking jail for but oh, I hope race not. jail well i gave um, that i gave that that morning that was like hey we're a couple of white guys we don't know what we're talking what's, about what's the so, worst disney animated movie you've ever seen now would this be it oliver and company really I fucking hate that movie i've never seen it hate it you want to do that next it's so bad in the 80s yeah no next next time we're gonna start our bad stuff oh yeah is it we awful had april? we had we had to delay our miserable march yeah. until april i so i, I guess we'll start i awful had two april. suicide attempts that failed <laughs> i tried to st- stuff myself full of croissants yeah. oh buttery, i love cutter, croissants. buttery buttery croissants. all i did was get really constipated oh it was worth it awful uh yes yeah, so- <laughs> doing oh shit that's my turn is it my wait no well yeah you had you originally you you i guess you have a chance to change your mind here you were gonna do batman and robin because oh yeah because i know what i'm gonna do that's after batman and robin yeah. and i need time for that because that's not a movie oh, we've already said batman and robin yeah so. batman Ro- so that's gotta that gotta be my next episode yes okay so stay tuned for our next episode <laughs> the beginning of awful awful april that's sure, we'll go is. with that. Awful April. It's got alliteration. Yeah, I can't think unless you, unless anyone else wants to write write in your April. memories of Song of the South or Assy. Yeah, we, can, we we gotta go. We got some time to figure Anus it out. Anus April. Um, albino April. Yeah, that works. Fuck perfectly. those albinos. I'm starting to go. So yeah, we're gonna do. Is it four weeks in April? Yeah, four weeks. We have four. We're gonna do four, four weeks items. of things that on Tardy the Party. We try not to do things that we know are gonna be terrible. We at least try to give things the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But this month well, we, we wanna, are. There's so many bad movie bad culture this this whole pop culture could be us just attacking the bad pop culture stuff we've avoided we don't want to necessarily be like that no um but you know it's it's let's put it this way i wanted victor victoria think that was going to be i was hoping to be pleasantly surprised that that was a fucking that was the schindler's list 
<laughs> of life, of us. They could make a documentary of us about trying to get through fucking Victor Victoria. It's true. Fucking Liam Neeson standing on a hill with a horrified look on his face as he sees us watching Victor Victoria about to put put the DVD in going, God. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, we're not picking bad movies that we know we're going to be miserable through. We're picking stuff that we know is going to be hilarious. We're hoping as we'll we find go out. through it. I'm trying to think how much of you've because you, have you seen Batman and Robin? No. This oh, will be oh also God! That's why I'm reflecting this on Bat. Uh, yeah, well, I have a story about yeah Batman and Robin was technically the first DVD I ever bought. But yeah, I threw it in a yeah, garbage can. I think you told that on here. Yeah, last time. What last time? I'll regurgitate it again next week. Yeah. But yeah, Batman and oh my God, Batman, Batman and is Robin. that the one with Iceman? Yep. And Flower Doctor Lady. Doctor Freeze. <laughs> the, oh no! <laughs> those classic Batman villains, Iceman and Do- and and what'd you call her? Doctor Freeze? No, Ice Flower Lady. Flower Lady. Yeah, Flower Lady. And I might have to do Batman the Animated Adventures to make up, which. That will be a, me watching cartoons for a month just to make up for the two hours off the fucking waste on fucking Batman. I saw Batman forever, so I could already see the trajectory of how those movies are going. Yeah. So I got, at least I can appreciate how bad this movie yeah. might be. And then you're going to have your uh, terrible thing, and I'm going to have a terrible thing, and it's going to mm-hmm. be awful April. Yep. Just Let's see if we get April through it. April showers of tears. Yeah. Diarrhea showers. Yeah. Oh. I'm so sorry <laughs> I predict, in advance. I predict that we're going to watch our movies. And every episode is going to end with still not as bad as Victor Victoria. That is that is our baseline <laughs> though. Now at this point, like is it like we have like at least I keep on asking you, is it better or worse than Victor Victoria? Yep. Yeah. 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 That's that's. I was, Song of the South was not as bad as Victor. I never thought I would say that out loud, sincerely. But <laughs> well, it's still a Disney movie. Yeah, there's kind of at least from the technical perspective, there's some kind of art. Yeah, there's yeah. Pretty, yeah. Okay, we should but let anyway. you guys go. Yeah, just get out of here. We got a month's worth of terrible shit to ingest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be back next all week. Right. The start yeah. of all for April. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween in April. So until next time, keep filling those holes of pop culture. <laughs> 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 Goodbye. <laughs>